Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for being here to this day, to this today here with my newfound friends and a blessed audience I know on the other end of this line. And may we pull our inspiration from our God, the God of gods. He is the light of light. He is the way. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Father Son, 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 Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Excited today to have Mr. Kent Rosas. He is a parishioner of St. Peter's and Karen Crow, a.k.a. the Crawfish Man. Crawfish. Welcome to the show, Mr. Kent. Thank you all very much. I'm glad to be here. Today's co-host is Mr. Calvin James. Hallelujah. How are you doing today, Calvin? Doing fine. Just glad to be here. It's been a while, and I'm glad to be here with Kent because we had a good fellowship the other Yeah, night. so, Kent, so Calvin right, and I right. spoke at Altrea the other night, and we ran into uh, Kent here and met him, and uh, just so happy to have him on the show. So, Kent, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a Cajun boy. raised on the rolling prairie. Started out in Prairie Rhone at the oh. Great Crucial Ground. Amen. <laughs> we always knew that was holy ground before it was there, built. So that we had, there's property there, Bertrand property, and uh, started out with a mother's brother, Father Conley Bertrand, which I want to wish happy birthday to him. He just had a birthday. He's 92 years old. Wow. He's creator of Come Lord Jesus in people's homes, so he's bringing the Lord right into people's homes, literally, by meetings. And then I moved to Chitania, where the Indians lived, and... Uh, Chitania is an Indian name for a chestnut tree, mm-hmm. Chatanier. So we, we love history, and uh, I'm a naturalist. I love anything to do with nature or the outdoors, and probably habitat is my, besides God, most favorite subject, <laughs> which is underneath his sky, huh? That's right. That's right. Tell, tell us a little bit about your upbringing and where you, you feel like your faith came from. Definitely. From the matriarch, the home, the Bertrand home, Marys, my grandmother Marys, Batron, and my mother's mother, and we were raised right there all together. And I was always at her home. Sometimes I wonder if I was thrown away because we were five kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think she just loved the company, and we we clicked pretty well. And that's why I learned to saisonner à la main. She connaît à season by hand. And cook. I'm a big cook, so I learned that from her. How I miss the bacon, I do not know. <laughs> but uh, and uh, we were five kids in a very small home. We were very humbled by the small home, so I guess we didn't have huge expectations. Everything was with us, and we were in it, and it was simple, and it was prayerful and peaceful. And it was quite joyous, what I remember. Sounds like a real Cajun Catholic home. Yeah. Amen on that. Cajun <laughs> Catholic home. Yes. Yeah, so you said uh, you related to uh, Father Bertrand? My mother's brother. Your mother's brother. You know, uh, I've been working with Father Bertrand since 2009 with the Come Lord Jesus. He uses me every now and then to help out with his outreaches. But Conley Bertrand is... Uh, 
pretty powerful man, supernatural. He he don't move unless the Holy Spirit is guiding him. And for 92 years old, that man has all his faculties. He's still on fire for Christ, and uh, I admire that about him. What I want to ask you is, uh, you said that uh, you one with nature and stuff like that. Tell me what attracted you to that as far as now that you see hindsight. How is God in that? Can you just tell us how were you led to that or develop a passion for that? I think only now that you've asked. Yes. It's it's the quietness. Mm -hmm. It's the absolute still. If you crunched the grass with your foot, you felt the response. You heard the response. There was something. There was something in the peace. Uh... They had trouble getting me into the home after dark because I would stay out until all the animals either went to sleep <laughs> or came out for the night. Yes. I watched the quail flush out of the briar patches, cross over into the pastures on the hills, and get tail to tail in a circle and go to sleep. And you could see the signs if you went to that same spot in the morning after sunup you can see the white spot where the quail were. Yeah. And then you could see the rabbits come out. And everything seemed to give glory to God. In a, I didn't probably know that exactly, but now I surely know that, you know? It's amazing. Uh, what is, your, you know, I know you spend a lot of time, but do you have a favorite animal that no, you can relate uh, to? While I'm on a stand with, with my uh, bow hunting, which, what a place to meditate. And when that little bird, all different beautiful colors, so small, and you, you camouflage with a face mask, only your eye, your pupil is exposed. And that little bird has, has migrated 2,000 miles. And he's hanging upside down on that twig right in front of you and looking at himself in your <laughs> eyeball. And I just say in my mind, thank you, God. That was nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so all creatures, great and small. Yes. I love, yes. That's the, awesome. The reason I ask that is I know Todd has is, is crazy about doves, and he sees signs with doves all the time. And uh, so that's why I kind of asked you asked you that. Uh, yeah, since I left the Curcia Center, that's my sign to the Holy Spirit. I see those doves, those doves all over. Man. So I find it interting that you grew up in on holy ground in, in, in Prairie Roan, and uh, and if, if our listeners don't know, he has a son that's a priest, Father David Rosas in Parks. And uh, yes. and so that's pretty special. But my understanding is uh, you just recently made Curcia. Is that is that right? Well, I... I think it must be involved because it seems like a long time. Okay. But it was Crisio 471. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I go often as I can to help cook for all these men, which about involves about 70 men, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that because I am a big cook and I was... Uh, uh, I was raised right across the hedge line, so where I learned all this and I learned all the... The prayer life from my grandmother, she'd put me to bed, and uh, with all the hard life that lady had, she had a deep spiritual life to take care of even the, not only the tenant farmers, but their extended families, food and health and well-being. And 
you know, it's actions that really, people really pick up on that more than what you say to them. So by actions, it's, it's really the way to go. And boy, there's nothing like coming natural, huh, when you've seen that good stuff. Yeah. My, my grandmother, I was trying to say, would let me now to go to sleep and, and her feather mattress bed. And she would sit on the side. And evidently, I mumbled our prayers quite a bit as a little young fellow. So at the end, she would say, good job. And she always had this beautiful little chuckle. So no matter with her hard life or whatever, at the end of a conversation, she had this beautiful little chuckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, go ahead. You said that uh, you knew, because I, I listen, I'm, I'm good listener. You said that uh, you knew that the ground was holy yes. even before the center. Why, why don't you expound on that a little bit? You know, Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm even ha- even ha- though it's, it's hindsight because you have a clearer view. Much, much more broad and clearer view now. Yeah. More, much more determined. Uh, and nothing is going to change my directions Amen. from the foot of the cross. Hallelujah. Nothing. Uh, so, yes, I, I paused a lot because uh, this is when I'll say I need my church fan because we were raised with that. Mm-hmm. So when that feeling swells up from the bottom of your chest and comes up and comes out your head, you feel like you're going to swoon or you overheat, and yeah. you it's the emotional, uh, spiritual thing yeah. that comes out of you. And so uh, the, the question about how to come yeah. to uh, well, kind of realize yeah. this, in prayer alone, every... First, I must set the table for you. Okay. We sat at the table every Sunday and we prayed. That lady, Mrs. Maurice Bertrand, Bertrand, Father Connolly Bertrand's mother, mm-hmm. must have come out, got up at three in the morning because I'm a cook, but she had a pork roast, beef roast, beef tongue, and she had all the gravies and, and, and chicken, and she had uh, tomato gravy to go on top of all the other gravies and the fresh garden vegetables and on that same beautiful table we sat at. On Friday nights, we ran around the large plantation home and picked up flowers that were blooming all year long in different places. And there were 22 vases that came out of the different old-time cabinets. They were put on the table, and all these flowering stems and dirt. So the table was covered with dirt, stems, leaves, and flowers, and that's where I learned how to make bouquets. We made 22 bouquets, and that was put in that small little car and trunk. And we every Saturday we brought that uh, to the church that we go now to Crisillo in Prairie Wow. And we put everybody got some St. Michael, Joseph, Mary, Jesus, mm. went all the way around. So everybody got one. And, uh, you see, don't you come to understand? Praise uh, the Lord. And I mean, this is prof- that's profound. This is profound, man. Uh, so on the table, we we with all the dirt, with the beauty of the flowers, 
And I, if I might fast forward to Crisillo, mm-hmm. I had a miracle happen at Crisillo. <laughs> and oh, yes, I planned for three weeks for it to happen. Wrong. <laughs> it happened in less than a moment, less than a second, less than a moment. I was walking in line with everyone else, enjoying. I go to Casillo and things like this, like you're holding onto the steering wheel, looking over the dash, going to the beach, you're looking for the waves. Well, I'm going with anticipation. So I'm walking in, and you don't have to bother about where you're going. You're just following the man in front of you. But as soon as we open the doors to the church, in less than a moment, I smelled strong smell of flowers, of bouquets, of flowers, strong smells. And I, I kind of even looked, but I knew everything in church were plastic. I, I, I've known this. And, and my heart was racing so hard that my shirt was bouncing. I thought I was having a heart attack. And uh, I was out of breath. I couldn't breathe. I walked back in to go to table with my fellows. And I said, please go get Father Ted. And they thought I was having a heart attack, I'm sure. Because literally you could see my shirt bounce off my chest. And Father Ted got there. And after his lectures all these times, he used the word uh, very loudly. Scat for the devil. And he says, and I knew Father Ted from before, so he says, go back to table and meet your fellas and tell the, de- the devil to scat loudly, screaming it. I went back to table, and what a joy to have a 25-year-old on one side and an 82-year-old on the other side of you. And they looked to me with concern, and I said, it's okay, just continue, I'll be back with you. And as soon as they did that little uh, sharing Mm -hmm. uh, there with that stage we were in, they came back and I was fine. I said, okay, I'm back. But evidently, I saw my whole Amen. I, I saw my entire life and felt it. How can that happen? Nobody can do or say that or show you a clip fast enough. This is spiritual things. I saw my whole life, all the love, all the, 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 the dealings and the, the, all the beautiful people, the farm laborers, the whole package. You saw the whole thing and with that joy, that devil jumped in and used that to put that pressure on me. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get over it. And uh, do I ever struggle? He likes to keep tempting me. And so we know that should be a natural thing and practice our tools. And that was a, a, a huge thing that I didn't expect. And um, you're at Crisillo, they have a sign by a sink where the 
Mother Teresa washed dishes. Because when she walked in the building, I'm sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. Oh, you're good. Beautiful. I'm great. With all her entourage, she says, no, 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 no. I don't want to go anywhere in the United States except into Prairie Rhone. And that's a special thing when I, 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 I hear that, you know. And she says, yeah, this is fine. This is fine. This is the tables. This is all very good. Show me the kitchen. And so, yes, mother, right this way. She walked into the kitchen in the dining room. Well, where, where's the sink? Oh, well, mother, it's on the other side of this wall. So she walked around. She threw her sleeves, her sleeves, her cloak back over her shoulders, and she says, bring me some pots. So she washed dishes, and that's what the Lord told her to do. If you want to help the poor, go where the poorest of poor are, on dirt floors where they're dying because of infections. Get out of the peace, the, the safe surroundings. Get out of this city. Go where there's no light and where there's not much hope and help those people. Dude, I never That's heard that story. Yeah, I didn't even know she went. I didn't either. I didn't either. I'm sorry. I think that was just given to me. Yeah, awesome. it was. Uh, I want to remind our listeners, you're listening to Cajun Catholics, and today's guest is Mr. Kent Rosas. Uh, yeah. He is a parishioner of uh, St. Peter's in, in Karen Crow, but uh, um, a recent Cursiesta. I have to ask this question, like, how did it take so long for you to make Garcia? That's amazing to yeah. me. I want to know how that, how and why now. You, more, you know I must not have an answer. <laughs> I, well, who sponsored I, you? I, I, I have a, an answer, but, yeah, that time frame is really putting a pinch on me. Uh, yes, very good question. Uh, well, my son went to seminary, and when he came out, he he says, I'm going to Acts. And it's like I, I awoke. I, I, I woke up. I, I was awakened. Wow. And I began to, to deep travel into the Spirit. And it sounds maybe a little... Odd. Odd, odd. To, odd to some folks. Cliche. It's God. Use your word. <laughs> but it's really kind of a spiritual, a big spiritual thing. And so I went to Acts. And hanging on the cross, they had all their crosses to be given to them. Well, they had put a little evangelist made bread twist tie on his cross. Mm-hmm. So they would tag it, almost invisible. So when I, when I made my crucial, uh, my Acts, uh, shortly thereafter, week within weeks, I was presented with his cross from his acts. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he says, I'm going to Crisio. And I didn't get into deep thought. I was just going, well, when's the next one? And that's how that happened, literally just like that. I mean, it could have happened earlier. It should have happened earlier. But then, you know, I hope I'm finished talking about that right there. Uh, you know, I'm a man that talks with bookmarks because it's like the lanes in a piney woods. The sand. 
I'll start talking about something. I said, okay, I'll come right back. Put a bookmark right there. I'll finish that in a minute. So uh, it was God's time. Yeah. It, it, it was Seems God's like time. It. But what I want to say is I, 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 before I finished Garcia and before I, I started getting deeper, deep, really deeper in my faith, I said, boy, I wish that these young men could come quicker, just what you said. Mm-hmm. But then I said, oh, wait. They're not of knowledge yet. Mm-hmm. They haven't come into knowledge yet, and it's God's time on their journey. You can't you can't do their journey for them. Exactly. As much as you would love to, said everything's going to be so peaceful and joyous. But it's not for me. Right. Yeah. Galvin, he's a superstar. That's it. You know, I think once he got touched, once that Holy Spirit touched him, not surround him, touched him. I'd seen the transition. I'm standing right next. I'm sitting right next to this guy, and I see him transforming. You know. Yeah, same Amen. for me. You Thank know, you. when I went in that first night, I said, "Oh my God, my my life will never be the same." And like you, I grew up at Prairie Run a little bit with my mother, and uh, I used to think those people were crazy weird. You know, I was like, "Oh man, this occult going on out here." You know. Uh, <laughs> And and my my uncle, like I told you, Uncle Mickey Forte would always ask me to go, and I'm like, uh, I don't think so. It's not for me, Uncle Mickey, you know. But but like lightning, like you said, one day just lightning struck, and there I was. Well, I've been asking a few close relatives, and uh, so far no response. They're not packing any bags, <laughs> but maybe after this. But you know, maybe so. Uh, yeah, Where was my bookmark at now? <laughs> that's, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, you know uh, what you said about your family members? That's scripture. I hear you speak a lot of scripture, even though you don't say And it. I hear myself yeah. when I say something, I went, that's like Jesus. I'm not, no, that that might sound terrible. You no, know? no, no. That's no. not what I'm trying it's to say. Who you want to it's be like, like. I, I heard. It's like it bends your ear. Yeah. Give me some scripture for him, Calvin. I think it's, I, I feel that brewing in you. You know me, I love Isaiah 55, 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. That's the message I have to a lot of folks who, like you said, not ready yet. No, haven't. But that's a, a great scripture. But today, the one for today is in Romans uh, 8, 32. All things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called to his purpose. We couldn't go wrong in here today because of the connection and the spiritual um, power that's uh, hovering around and above us right now. And you know what I Hear, O Lord, the sound of my voice. If you need, I will. And a lot of times I can't get those words out because it's just too too emotional. It's it's just too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did you pray to have a, a, a priest son? I have to ask that question. How did that come about? Yeah. Did that come from a lot of family prayer? Oh, I, I hear you. I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I have to think about? Um, I don't know. When you, That was just life and living, and we were always okay. You know, when somebody comes back with a white uniform with white leather shoes, going to the registered nurse program in, at UL, the hardest course in the, in the United States, and says, I, I'm just really bothered in my mind. I, I just I have to go and check out Covington 
and uh, the Abbey, and uh, to seek and and to uh, decipher if I yeah. if this is my home, my place, and uh, so of course we'll get some cardboard boxes, and so we showed up at the Abbey with the rest of the people from all over the world, and they were different skin tone colors and they were talking all in their different languages and they were all going up we were all going up the stairs with boxes but you know what was amazing to me when we got to the doorways of all the young men that were standing in their doorways in their little small cubicles they all had the same demeanor hello how do you do welcome it's good to see you haven't seen them ever. They all had the same demeanor. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if if I may go back to the ground of Crisillo. Absolutely. You know, Father Connolly Bertrand was ordained. His first mass was at that church Whoa. at Crisillo. Wow. And I and my, my myself and my sister brought up the patent and the chalice for his first mass. And mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a picture of that. Oh. Who had a camera in those days? We were dressed in little white outfits. And there is Father Connolly bending over, and my son looks just like him at that age. Wow. Uh, and, and we gave the gifts. And now I think that's phenomenal, and I think that might be one of the reasons the devil hit me at the doorway. Literally, huh? Yeah. Just a couple of minutes left on the show, and it's flown by by real fast. But tell us something that I know you're studying. Uh, I'm looking at Unabridged Christianity uh, by Father Mario, and we're all kind of reading that for Altrea, right? And uh, But give me something you've picked up in the last few weeks that you can share with our audience about your faith life. Well, you must know I'm thinking. <laughs> uh there's just so many directions to go. I, I, I obtained, and I was given, and I learned my tools. And just like a good carpenter, I practice my tools every day, sometimes all day long, until now. I'm I'm very, they very readily available. If I see something. That's not for me. I just know that's not for me. And then you, you are you are told it's automatic whether it's the woman in the flower bed or the man working outside. Whatever is your thing, you got to know it's not for you. And uh, that he, he it's his job to take care of that. My God. And uh, I have uh, many of the tools I use during the day. And uh, generally speaking, instead of getting mad, because uh, we're just humanistic, and sometimes we just say things, and it might hit someone wrong, that you just pray for somebody, because I have found that just about every person I have been given that fact, they have a very good heart. 
Yes. I can see the love in your heart, and uh, uh, thank you for being such a soldier for Christ and sharing your testimony with us today. Calvin, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Mr. Kent Rosas, a wonderful man, uh, and his his son, Father David, uh, down in Parks. Go see him. You've been listening to Cajun Catholics with Kent Rosas and uh, Calvin James. Uh, As always, we uh, challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Until next time, God God bless.